Hello, and welcome to Monday Night Football, your voice for youth soccer. Not just for Louisiana, but for the entire northern Gulf Coast. And now, introducing your host, Alan DeRitter. Hello, everybody, and welcome to our uh, adjunct uh, edition of Monday Night Football on the 10th uh, to go over the quarterfinal results. Um, I'm Coach Alan DeRitter, and we always start off our show with a prayer. Father, Son, Holy Spirit, amen. Dear God, thanks for letting us have a really good playoff so far. I pray that we'll be able to uh, continue this run, have a non-controversy, non-bad weather stretch of semifinals and finals, uh, and help us be able to continue to keep everybody unified in trying to keep the LHSAA and soccer a non-split. In Christ's name we pray, amen. In the Father, Son, Holy Spirit, amen. Well, last night was an amazing night in the high school soccer uh, for historical reasons. In the second segment, uh, we'll be going over the boys. In the third segment, we have a really good interview with James Polk, the head coach of Bozier High School, who had a marvelous win yesterday. But we always start off by uh, putting ladies first, okay, and being gentlemanly-like. And uh, so let's talk about Division One yesterday, which you had to versus Mount Carmel last year's uh, state championship match where Mount Carmel was ahead. This year, Dominican beats them 3-0 to zero at Pan Am yesterday. Uh, Dutchtown, both the boys and the girls at Dutchtown are having a dream season right now. Dutchtown beat Captain Shreve in Shreveport 4 to nothing. So now, Saturday, we're going to have Dominican versus Dutchtown somewhere in New Orleans. The time hasn't been posted yet. Now, uh, on the bottom of the bracket in D1, North Shore beat St. Scholastica 2-1. Okay, uh, and so North Shore seems to be on track to be able to repeat. Uh, and say Scholastica, a lot of people counted them out at the beginning of the year, and it took North Shore, you know, North Shore had to have a really good effort in order to knock them out of the quarterfinals. So good season, St. Scholastica. Let's put it this way. I would love to be a quarterfinalist in my rebuilding year, you know. Anyhow, uh, St. Joe's had no problem with Barb, 8-1. to one. So now we're going to have North Shore traveling to Baton Rouge. North Shore's got to travel now. And so they're going to play St. Joseph's Academy for the right to go to the state championship. All right, in Division Two, St. Thomas More uh, got a little bit of a test with Ben Franklin, but not too much of one. Uh, and they beat, the, um, they beat the Falcons four to nothing. Benton and Neville played the five versus the four at Neville, and Neville won four to four to nothing. So the D two semifinal between St. Thomas More and Neville is set. Looks like St. Thomas More is trying to do a boys girls uh, state championship on the same day. We've seen that happen before. Uh, right now they are a freight train, and nobody's stopping them. Um, uh, Vanderbilt Catholic, uh, the three seed, was upset yesterday by Lakeshore in Homa, three to nothing. So Lakeshore is going to advance to the sixth seed, and they're going to play Cato Magnet, who had to uh, pull all the stops out to beat Turlings Catholic, four to three, in Shreveport. So Lakeshore is going to have to play Cato, the six versus the two, and the ones playing the four. No surprises on the top of the bracket. All right. In the girls' division three, we have uh, again University Lab um, had a really rough test. I tell you what, um, our district, the district I belong to, is <clears throat> got some strong teams. And Lutcher um, wound up having to play University Lab at Gramercy Park, really small field, 
there this year. Very difficult place to play. And university had all they can handle, but university won 2-1. to one. I'd love to have a synopsis of that game sent to me. Archbishop Hannon, on the other hand, went to Baton Rouge and beat Parkview Baptist on their campus one to nothing. So University Lab is going to host Archbishop Hannon, the five seed, in the semifinals. Um, St. Michael the Archangel was a three seed, and they beat St. Louis Catholic four to two in Baton Rouge. And Loyola Prep had no problem with Lusher, uh, another team in our district, five to nothing. But uh, Lusher, unlike their boys, Lusher's girls have been building for the last couple of years, and uh, and for them to get to the quarterfinals was a heck of a run. So, but anyway, we got St. Michael the Archangel versus Loyola Prep, three versus two, and this is going to be in Shreveport on Saturday. In Division Four, for the girls. We have Catholic New Iberia uh, getting upset by Louise McGee. How many times have we seen that? Okay, Catholic, the number one seed, uh, not being able to go through the distance. Okay, uh, McGee has got a lot of pedigree, and McGee, this is a game at home. McGee's got a program from elementary school on up, and they all run the same system. And here, it, just, it really put off. The nine seed beats the one seed, six to three. On the bottom of that, uh, Pope John Paul II uh, is, uh, was beat by Washita Christian up in North Louisiana 2-1. to one. So we're going to have the ninth seed, Louise McGee, playing Washita Christian, the fourth seed, in Washita. Washita gets to host it, and that's going to be on the 12th. On the bottom, uh, Episcopal Acadiana, the 11th seed, beat upstart Metairie Park Country Day, the 19th seed, 2 to nothing. And Academy of Sacred Heart upsets last year's state champion, very confident team, Isidore Newman, one to nothing. Okay, what a result that is. It's a major upset. This game was at Newman, and uh, everybody pretty much had them penciled into going to the finals. So Academy of the Sacred Heart goes back to where they used to be, a, uh, a steady force um going to state championships one year after the other after the other well they started to get through episcopal school of acadiana and cade um anyway uh so that's your division four for the girls we're going to take a break when we come back we're going to go over the boys results on monday night football your voice for youth soccer At the Olive Branch Cafe, only the freshest ingredients go into everything we serve. Our dough is prepared daily, and now the West Bank's best-tasting pizza is delivered 10.30 a.m. to 9.30 p.m. seven days a week. The Olive Branch Cafe, Marrero and Algiers. All right, everybody, welcome back to Monday Night Football. Your voice for youth soccer. I'm Coach Alan DeRitter, head soccer coach at Double Sound, director coaching at Soccer Innovations. We're kind of excited at Soccer Innovations, it looks like we're going to be uh, operating off of two campuses as of as of today, and which is uh, going to be a really nice addition for us. But we're still in the middle of uh, of soccer season for high school, so let's go right to it. Don't forget, we have a um, an interview with Bozier's head coach, Coach Polk, uh, after this segment. But let's go straight to Division One, upset upset special indeed in Division One. First, the non-upset. Catholic Baton Rouge, the one seed, 
beat Southside in Lafayette three to one. So it kind of tells you how Catholic High is built. Um, I remember we did the Jesuit game with them a couple weeks ago. Denham Springs hosted Alexandria, but Alexandria walked out with a 4-3 win. So Alexandria now is going to be going to the semifinals, going to Baton Rouge to play Catholic. On the bottom of the bracket, St. Paul's had no problem with Sulphur. Uh, the three-seed St. Paul's win 6 nothing. If they're a three-seed, I'm seven feet tall. You know, this is how the numbers uh, worked out. Uh, by the way, if you want to watch the St. Paul's Dutchtown game, uh, Crescent City Sports is going to be covering that game live for you. It's a 5.30 kickoff at Hunter Stadium. I'll be doing the uh, the color commentary. So if you live uh, if you live far away from Covington, you don't want to drive to Covington. Oh, excuse me. It's not going to be in Covington. It's going to be at Dutchtown. I, I, I'm mistaken. So we're going to have to go all the way to Gonzalez area to go do the St. Paul's game. And St. Paul's, I tell you what, Dutchtown right now, they beat Brother Martin 2-1. to one, And then last night they beat Jesuit 2-1. to one. All right, so the number two seed, Jesuit Blue Jays, is now out. Okay, that means that uh, all the Catholic League teams are now out from New Orleans. And I uh, haven't seen that happen in my lifetime. Okay, it's been a rough year here in New Orleans, and uh, I've never seen that before at all. Um, so Division One now is set for the semifinals. Division Two, St. Thomas More is cruising. All right, they beat Washita Parish in Washita five to nothing, and now uh, they're going to be playing Neville on Saturday because Neville beat Cato Magnet five to nothing for the four five game. So on the top of the Division Two bracket, you have St. Thomas More and Neville, the one and the four. So no, there were no real big surprises on the top of the bracket. However, on the bottom of the bracket, East Jefferson, the the um, the the talk of the whole state right now with all the stuff that happened with them with the um with the MLS next controversy and that kind of business East Jefferson stage focus they beat Benton at home 3 to 1 and uh and and they they've done this a million times before the the monkey they got to get off of their back is can they win the semifinal game and go to the finals well good good news for them is they don't have to travel far Bad news for them is they have to do it at Ben Franklin. Ben Franklin beat Holy Cross last night in a tremendous game that you could watch on Crescent City Sports. We, we covered it live last night. And Ben Franklin uh, had many opportunities. They really dominated the game and had a great strategy. They, they double and triple team John Fro, the MV, offensive MVP at Division II last year. And they walk out with a... Basically, uh, I don't know if it was a toe poke, but pretty close to it. one nothing victory. So I'll take a goal anyway they come, wouldn't you? And so Ben Franklin is going to play East Jefferson. And like we said in an earlier show, Ben Franklin High School is a very difficult place to play a game if you're not used to the stadium. All right, in Division Three, nothing stopping Vanderbilt Catholic. Vanderbilt Catholic uh, beat Leesville. Four to nothing, the one versus the nine seed. So Vanderbilt Catholic goes to Leesville, which is a hard place to go play, and beat the Wampum Cats four to nothing. And they are going to be playing uh, the team of the coach I'm going to be interviewing in a few minutes. Bozier, Bozier beat North Vermilion uh, three to one. North Vermilion had a heck of a run uh, as a 12 seed uh, and uh, upsetting St. Louis Catholic a couple of days ago. 
but the luck ran out with Bozier. So uh, this game, Bozier's going to have to go play their another game yet in in uh, in uh, South Louisiana. They're going to have to go play in Homa. Very difficult to do. Lusher, on the other hand, went to Lafayette. It had no problem whatsoever with David Thibodeau. Lusher, like St. Saint, Saint, uh, Paul's, uh, Lusher being a three seed, like St. Paul's being a three seed, uh, that's proof that the number system is not perfect because they are definitely not a three seed, in my opinion. All right, University Lab had absolutely no problem with Archbishop Hannon last night. Eight to nothing. That was kind of a surprise to me. And Archbishop Hannon uh, hosted that game. So the playoffs kind of uh, the run for the 10th seed, the magical run that they've had, uh, ends up in the in the quarterfinals. So now we're going to have Lusher going to Baton Rouge to have a rematch. And Lusher has no problem traveling to Baton Rouge uh, to beat University. Uh, I tell you what, I wish we were covering that game because I covered that game last year. I wish I could bust my Dallas South players to go watch that game. It's, it'll be worth the drive. It was definitely worth the drive last year. See Lusher and University battle it out. Now in Division Four, it uh, looks like we might be having a repeat. Pope John Paul II had no problem with Morris Jeff community, six to nothing. But I want to tip my hat to Morris Jeff. I mean, they're they're brand new on the scene, and to go to the quarterfinals, uh, beating St. Martin's and Evangel is, is no small feat. And uh, but it, the luck kind of run out for them, even though they hosted Pope John Paul II. So Pope John Paul II is rolling through, and they're going to be playing the five seed Ascension Episcopal, a team that we played this year. And and a surprise result, if you ask me, they go to the four seeds house, North Lake Christian, and beat them two to nothing. Ascension Episcopal is extremely well coached and organized. It would not surprise me if they were able to go and pull off another upset and get to the finals. But that's going to be a, a really rough job because Pope John Paul II has got a ton of depth. And, of course, Coach Danny is a great coach. On the bottom of the bracket, uh, we have Episcopal, the three seed, uh, played played in the Alexandria area against Holy Savior Menard. And Menard gave him a good fight, but still Episcopal winds up on top. And... Then we had a shootout, which I, I haven't got any of the details of. But St. Thomas Aquinas, team I played last year, gave Newman everything they could handle. The game ended one-to-one, -one, and Newman wound up pulling it out in a shootout. So you're going to have Newman now hosting Episcopal. I count Newman out of going to the finals, but Episcopal is hungry to get back. So... Uh, really one surprise there, well, really two surprises if you get really technical. So we're set up now for a lot of soccer on Saturday. Uh, I'll be covering, again, uh, uh, the Dutchtown game with St. Paul's, but I'd, I'm going to have my eyes totally fixed upon all those other games as the day moves forward. Okay, uh, one thing I want to tell you, too, about Saturday, we keep forgetting these are teenagers. Saturday's a big day because it's ACT day. And that's going to be hard for people to focus with the ACT, okay? ACT takes a lot out of you, and uh, it's hard to play a game uh, on an ACT day. Well, when we come back, we're going to talk to Coach Polk from Bozier High School on Monday Night Football, your voice for youth soccer.
At the Olive Branch Cafe, only the freshest ingredients go into everything we serve. Our dough is prepared daily, and now the West Bank's best-tasting pizza is delivered 10.30 a.m. to 9.30 p.m. seven days a week. The Olive Branch Cafe, Marrero and Algiers. All right, everybody, welcome back to Monday Night Football. We're honored to have Bozier's coach, uh, uh, James Polk, with us. Coach, welcome to the show. Thank you, thank you. All right, you've had a, quite a run so far in the playoffs. Uh, how was your North Vermillion game last night? Uh, it, was, it was tough like we expected. Um, you know, we, we got down there, they play on a little bit smaller field than we were used to, and, you know, we couldn't, couldn't spread them out. And uh, it made it tough on us. But, uh, you know, we, we kept the pressure on and finally uh, finally broke through uh, in that second overtime period. Holy cow. So, wait, you went to two overtimes and y'all won three to one? Yeah. Yeah. So, that, that those first two overtime periods, it's, uh, you know, you have to play the, the full amount of time. So, we ended up scoring five minutes into the second overtime period and still had to finish the last five and, Got a PK in, a, in the last minute of it and got that third goal. Okay, so it was one to one at the end of regulation? Yes, sir. Okay, so how did they score their goal? Uh, it was a PK, uh, probably about, I can't remember exactly, it was about five, ten minutes into the, the second half. And one of the guys, uh, you know, kind of got behind our line and our guy tried to slide tackle him right, right inside the 18 yard box. And, they gave them a PK, and uh, that's how they got their first goal, that, that goal. Okay, how did you score that second goal? Uh, second goal, we, um, you know, we, like I said, we, we were pressuring and pressuring. Um, you know, they were clogging up, and finally one of our guys, you know, put the ball in a box, and it just fell to uh, one of our defenders that was uh, pinching in and just fell right, and he put it, put it in the far side. Okay, Coach, you've had a great, great year. Um, what game stands out for you this year? I mean, your schedule was rough. Um, yeah. What what games, uh, like, stood out for you as, like, a turning point that, that y'all could come and would turn into a four seed? Um, well, obviously, especially the, the beginning, beginning of the year. Uh, I mean, this is my fourth year here. That, that was the toughest schedule we've played by far. Uh, but, yeah, we had uh, university um, – in a in uh, an airline tournament, I believe, and then we played Devil in our tournament up here in uh, Boger City, and uh, you know both of those games, you know we, uh, I mean we play we beat University, and I think that put us, you know, got our guys confidence, and then played a tough Devil team in a great game, um, ended up tying that game, um, but and. Uh, yeah, I think those are the ones that you know kind of gave our guys the confidence to to play play the rest of the season the way they did. Yeah, your month of January was just outstanding, and not you know it's especially like beating Leesville um, uh, one to nothing too. So, so now you got Vanderbilt Catholic. How are y'all going to prepare for that? And when do y'all play? Uh, we just got it scheduled. It's going to be Saturday at one o'clock. Um, you know, just preparation right now is just. <laughs> Get guys healed up and ready to ready to go down there, and you know, just try to play our game. You ever coached down there in a game? Yeah, we we went to the quarter, uh, played them in the quarterfinals two years ago down there, um, 
and they ended up uh, beating us 8-0 in that one. We just we had a young team. That's a lot of the guys that are uh, juniors and seniors now were starting for us that year, and uh, we just got down there and they got one early on us, and you know it uh, it, it didn't sit right with them, and they just you know couldn't couldn't bounce back from it, and you know they ended up taking that one 8-0 that game. Okay, what referee crew is going to do the game? Uh, I don't. I'm not sure about that quite yet. We're still working a lot of details out. Okay, yeah, because that's going to be a big deal, you know. Um, and uh, uh, that's a tough, tough place to play. And uh, <laughs> okay, and right now they're on a roll, and they're in a, you know, midst of a drought. You know, uh, they really would like to have another state championship. And uh, yeah, uh, but we're, I tell you. Yeah, but I tell you what, but y'all, uh, y'all seem to be all that youth, the youth getting all that experience is now really, really paying off, you know, yeah. and uh, um, and y'all beat Benton too. Uh, so look, your chances of winning have got to be good. It kind of, kind of, kind of stunk that you have to travel twice in a row. How'd that happen? <laughs> well, you know that 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 funky rule they have where you know if you host a home game and you know the other team you, that plays upsets the higher seed you know you go on the road so that's how we ended up having to go down to you know south of lafayette and play north pavilion and now the semifinals you know since both of us are on the road, and which i think that rule does apply to the semifinals anyway so they'll be in the higher seed you yeah. know that's so we'll be we travel there then we'll travel to vanderbilt and then hopefully we win this game we'll be traveling back to hammond louisiana so, yes. yes, indeed. Uh, I, just, I just told, uh, I put on my Facebook about the game. It's our tour of South Louisiana continues. <laughs> <laughs> okay. How long a drive would that be for y'all? Uh, four hours, right? Uh, no, it's about a six-hour drive from, for us. My goodness. Yeah. So, Homa, Homa's almost like the other side of the world for us. Uh, yeah, and vice versa, I would say, right. <laughs> you know. But uh, right. well, coach, you have a microphone. All the all the coaches in the state are listening. You have any messages for everybody? Uh no. Uh, just you know, Bozier's here. We're uh, we got a soccer team, so we'll be here for a long time. Amen. Well, coach, I wish you all the best, and uh, and it's good it's good to see uh, somebody dedicated like you uh, trying to bring a group of boys and molding them as, as a program into the front. I hope you'll have the best of uh, everything this weekend. Okay, we appreciate it. God bless you. Take God care. Bye-bye. Bye. All right, everybody. So that that's Coach James Polk, and uh, he sounds very confident. He's had a great, great season. I mean, they played Southside, Cattle Magnet, uh, Starlington, uh, and, you know, of course, when you get into district, district tends to ruin all of our seasons, doesn't it? And um, by taking the level of competition down and your power points down somewhat, but um, but uh, they played Lo Loyola Prep and beat them one nothing, and uh, as the last game of regular season. So, you know, uh, we'll see how they go. But I tell you what, having to play Vanderbilt and Homa, uh, I've done it. Uh, very difficult to do. Very difficult to do. Very difficult to do. Okay. But that's going to wrap up our show for Monday Night Football. We thank all of you for listening. And on Monday night, we're going to go over all the semifinal results. And then we'll get ready to go to Hammond and uh, and pack it up there. What a great seat, uh, uh, playoff 
run this has been for all divisions uh, for the boys and the girls. Really exciting, and it's good to see that the weather now is going to cooperate. Well, anyway, Carpe Diem in Christ. God bless all of you and your families, and uh, and let's hope that we can keep the LHSAA uh, stable and keep this tradition alive of going for real state champions in February. This is Coach Alan Ritter wishing you all the best. Goodbye.